0: Broadcasting live from the cryptic spires on the plane of, we, we assume, Alara, I think. This is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome, everybody, to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Graham. Joining me is Nelson. I'm here. And Kathleen. Oh, it's me. This yeah. person again. I came very close to saying that we were broadcasting live from the Shibuya 109 building on the plane of Japan. Because um, we're going to talk about some secret layers today. <laughs> we're also going to talk about, there's been a bunch of uh, double masters. Um, spoiler, Double Masters 2022. Spoilers?
1: Double, Double Masters. Double, Double
0: Masters. Masters. The, the code for the set is 2X2. I've been writing 2XM on all my files. <laughs> 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 and then I realized, no, it's actually it's 2X2 because it's the second Double Masters. Anyway, if you want to get yourself some Double Masters, you can order it now at Card Kingdom. Sponsored the show, cardkingdom.com slash LRR. Let them know we sent you. And uh, whether you use either... CardKingdom.com code. I'll explain more about that in a moment. You can ask for a button. they will give you a little one-inch button, which uh, currently, what is it again, James? Is it still in response to damage, I concede. Yeah, in, yeah. In response to damage, I concede. Uh, so look forward to uh, to to that and and uh, and and thank you. And also thank you for supporting us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/LoadingReadyRun. That brings you not only this show but everything we do, including. Uh, Earlier today on day of airing, airing, uh, the premiere of the Elder Dragon Social Club uh, in association again with Card Kingdom. But as you'll see at the beginning of that video, the Elder Dragon Social Club has its own uh, URL at the end, EDSC, because it's useful for them to to track that, (laughs) Um, meaning it's useful for you to use them. So if you want to go to Card Kingdom and buy some Commander stuff... Uh, use that use that edsc but uh, yeah it's the first episode of elder dragon social club it is monthly uh, it is a uh, uh, commander gameplay series focusing on just uh, you know hanging out and goofing around and having a good game of commander so uh, hopefully check that out because they're a lot of work <laughs> They please check it out they yeah.
1: certainly are but on the bright side it's a lot of work for so many people multiple people not just graham
0: yeah um, also, uh, coming up, um, so that's, that's aired a couple hours ago as of now, but coming up in the future on July 2nd, we're having a PPR surprise Ooh. for Double Masters, the 2X2 PPR, I guess it'd be LRR2X2, is that the, I guess that would be the hashtag? PPRRPP. Yeah, uh, we have some guests lined up, we don't have the entire lineup, so look for more to come uh, this Thursday live on Twitch on the uh, on our LRRMTG show where we play Magic for the full announcement. We hope uh, we we'll be honest. Uh, originally we were going to do a different thing with Double Masters, and then uh, for a variety of reasons uh, we did we did the old pack two pivot to uh, the pre pre release. So that's going to be 10 a.m. on Saturday, July second. They've been starting at 11. This one's starting at 10. So it's an hour earlier because we have to draft it. We (laughs) want to get out
1: of here on time.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, tune in for that on uh, July 2nd at 10 a.m. on Twitch.tv slash LoadingReadyRun. And, of course, the VOD will be on this YouTube channel uh, as soon after that as we can. And more information about guests coming up on uh, this Thursday.
1: But you know what people really want to know, Graham? What's that? Will there be a punt counter punt?
0: Yes. Oh, good. Excellent. I... I did want to know that, but, but then but then I knew that, so. so there we go.
1: I just want to promote it. Yeah. If you want to go watch the Punt Counterpunt after it goes live on the PPR, you should do that on the YouTube channel as well. Yeah. I like to think they're criminally underviewed
0: i i agree honestly
1: james also thinks that for the amount of time we're invoicing for making them as well
0: <laughs> i'd
2: like to think of every view on the main ppr vod as a punt counterpunt view yes that you know Un- unwilling
1: pu- in the spirit of <laughs> pun counterpunt yeah,
2: the ppr is good but people are coming for the pun counterpunt yeah right? yeah.
0: yeah yeah um so look forward uh, to that in the meantime We've got a whole bunch of new cards to talk about. Well, I say new cards, actually I think nearly everything is a re- nearly everything is a reprint. There's that one new card we opened the show with? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so yeah, I guess let's start with what with uh, double masters. Uh the the 2x2 and we'll we'll, we'll talk about some secret layers uh, a little later in the show. Um but yeah, so it's a it's a it's a reprint set in that as far as we're aware, everything in the set is a reprint with a singular exception. Uh, which is the cryptic spires I mentioned. And um, this is a weird one. So it's a land. It's called cryptic spires. It says, as you create your deck, circle two of the colors below. And they have the full Wooberg uh, symbols on the, on the card. Cryptic spires enters tapped, and you tap to add one mana of either of the circled colors
1: Make your own dual land.
0: Nelson, as a judge and tournament organizer uh, in the past, um, how do you feel about don't this? I love it. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's the sort
2: of thing where it should be fine. And I don't know. I think maybe I had one judge call ever on like judge my opponent's um, double faced marker card is, like, unclear or whatever. Or, like, they've blacked out everything except the name when you're supposed to circle the dot. So it's, like, it doesn't usually come up. But, yeah, there is room, obviously, here to angle shoot and, like, try to say that you were circling the white one when it looks more like you circled the blue one if you just are scrawling. So, like, please don't be that player. Like, just (laughs) clearly circle the two mana symbols you want and don't leave it up to chance at all because the judge doesn't want to rule in your favor if... Your appeal, like that, what you're trying to get everyone to think, is that you're just kind of bad at drawing a circle. <laughs> if you need help drawing a circle, that's totally fair. I don't want to be ableist here, um, so like, by all means, ask a judge to draw the circle for you if that's required.
0: So here's what I really wish they would have done with these. Oh yeah, um, is scratch off. Oh. Right. So the sim, <laughs> it looks exactly like that, but then when you scratch the symbol, it reveals a colored image of Ooh. that mana symbol, right? Normal. Rather than what they are, which is just black. So you scratch the, the planes, you get a nice, plainy sunny thing. You scratch the water, you get the, you know, stuff like that. I think that would have been cool. Logistically, probably impossible, a nightmare, but it would have been neat.
1: You know what you can do as long as people are sleeving their cards, is you could just punch out the symbols that are not being used.
2: Yeah, right? you'd probably be able to feel it, then you'd know what which card's on top of your deck, but I also love the idea of punching out the cards. Yeah. Um, also, no joke, are the mana symbols at the bottom not colored at no. all? No. Okay, so like I just have been <laughs> playing this game long enough and I'm old enough now. The part of my brain that can see a mana symbol as a black image is gone. Right. Except for the black one in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like I look at the shapes yeah. and I see the colors.
1: That's a fascinating study for some psychologist somewhere. Yeah,
2: there's like a pathway that's been ground too deeply with just like this teardrop is blue. (laughs)
1: Um, There are cryptic spires in every pack.
0: I was going to say, I don't know if they've said that. Yet. I'm trying to I'm looking' I'm trying to figure out if they've by actually, time of airing they will have if they've actually it. said that I hope so because yeah we, uh, we, we, we we've opened we spoilers we've opened some packs because we have that PPR coming up and so we need to get cards to use in the videos that we do and uh, yeah it turns out there's a Crypt expires in every single draft booster
1: so realistically if you're like oh I need three colors then just get two of them
0: yeah. Also, there's a lot of other fixing that yeah. they that they have that they have announced. Yeah. In the in the set, um, I just like that there's only reprints in the set except for this one card,
2: but you get that card in every pack. Yeah. So, like the only you know secret layers and from the vault or like little box sets, you're guaranteed to get every card. And also, this particular
0: draft booster, it's like every new card, it's in it's in the pack. Mm-hmm. So, some other cards uh, that 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 are in uh, double masters because uh, they've been announcing like different versions of all. There's like, there's the normal version and then there's the etched foil. And then for a bunch of cards, there's also like a borderless one with alternate art and they're not all rares and mythics either, which is pretty cool. Uh, could, uh, could we check out Drifter? So Mold Drifters in the set, <gasps> and, but there's also this uncommon Borderless Mole Drifter with new art, which looks awesome, and these just these will show up randomly in the uncommon slot. And there's commons as well that will sh- that they'll just show up. They just have a showcase the, ones yeah. in the common slot. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, very very cool. It's like um,
1: they know what cards go into cubes.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, Unearth has a has new really cool art with a big screaming Whoa. zombie skull. Don't dig up the past if you're not prepared for the consequences it says there uh there are some that are uh that are indeed uh, rare as well like moldrotha which a couple people noticed the flavor text on moldrotha is yargle hadn't bargained mm. on her showing up
2: <gasps> the bargaining yargle
0: yeah <laughs> which i feel I feel partially responsible yeah, for. Yeah, I
2: feel like maybe the, our crew, yourself, Adam Savadan, maybe <laughs> yeah. and
0: some others. I mean, Cameron, who dares bargle with Yargle? Yeah, yeah.
1: many people Holmer, have maybe. said that yeah. that Yargle is not to be bargled with, right? <laughs> like
0: true, true. That's why I said you know partially responsible. It's always difficult pinning down you know who originally said the thing. Someone was trying to, especially in this crowd. Yeah, someone on on Twitter the other day was trying to work out. Uh, who originally said? I can't remember. It was some kind of magic thing. Oh right, it was who uh, originally made the Stormcrow joke. Right, that Stormcrow is like this <laughs> super nine, powerful busted yeah. thing, and they were like, "Wasn't that loading ready run?" And I was like, "That act that that predates us." I thought yeah. it was our chat. No, I, but maybe I don't, I I don't think so. First. I think that I think the tale of the Stormcrow actually predates us getting into uh, into magic. Yeah,
1: I think it was just like yellow jacket legend and because it was funny it became you know memeable and something we could i don't reference. even think it
0: was, I that, think it was yellow thing. jacket think that's the thing i think it, i think that existed in the broader community oh. for a while before before we even started doing doing magic stuff there's there's a few things we can pin down we definitely popularized gary uh as the great merchant of asphodel uh it helped having a, a you know a show on wizard's channel that we could Call it Gary in, uh, and uh, John DeMout. That one I know because that 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 was in the script. <laughs> that was I wrote that. Uh, beyond that, it's tough to pin down. Uh, you know who who made the joke originally, but yeah, here we go. <laughs> the Yargle Yargle I, reference I, in the? I, card.
1: I will say in the story, the the magic story mm-hmm. where Yargle shows up and Slimefoot shows up. Slimefoot being like. A blob of yeah, like a fungus. A, a fungus. Fungus, yeah. fungus fungus beast of fungus. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like sli- Slimefoot is Slimefoot. So Slimefoot, trying to help the weather light, which is being attacked by Yargle, talks to all of the the beasty ghouly creatures and says, Hi, I'm Slimefoot. Please help us. And then Muldrotha shows up. So, you know, that's sort of Yargle didn't realize that Muldrotha would be showing up because Slimefoot asked for help is what happens in the story for there.
0: Wow. This has
1: been Kathleen's read the old magic stories. Does Muldrotha
0: actually help?
1: Uh, well, it, they don't really like show it in the story. I don't know. This is maybe just I haven't read enough of the stories or anything like that. But basically, just you know, it's like POV weatherlight. It's like, oh no, we're being attacked by a giant horrific frog. Ah! And then suddenly, the like the the other creatures uh, arise up and attack Yargle. And then you see Muldrotha like rah, like tearing him apart. Essentially, like wow. it's quite gory. Um, I believe she like says this and it takes the bottom jaw and the top jaw
0: and
1: it's like, oh god. Right? He, he didn't, he, he, the, the mouth is a, is a big bargalility.
0: <laughs> oh my
2: god.
1: <laughs> Anyhow. That's going to leave a mark. This has been crappy magic lore retellings with Kathleen. Thank
2: Mechanically, you, appreciate you know, it. Muldrotha showing up makes sense that, that it would help uh, the Weatherlight fighting Yargo because, you know, with Moldrotha in play, you can cast Squee from your graveyard.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Poor squee. um I want to I want to look at the new art also for sensei's divining top just because it's I mean it's it is what you think it should be but oh, it's very that cool looks looking. great this nice. one looks like it's more in uh the neon dynasty kamagawa oh yeah because it's the got original. the
1: glowy stuff in the
0: background yeah
2: yeah there are some definitely some horizontal glowing lines there that indicate
0: some kind of neon light right mm-hmm nice uh, and also the mana vault have you seen the new oh. bless you Kathleen <laughs>
1: It's allergy season. Yeah. Look at the
0: size of that thing. (laughs) Yeah. I don't actually know exactly what kind of figure that is in the foreground. That looks like a satyr, judging by their legs. I'm not entirely sure. And they have horns as well. This looks like it might be set on... Maybe it's on New Capenna. I was going to say, it looks like it might be set on New Capenna, judging by the sort of the the deco aesthetic of the vault itself. But it's very cool looking.
1: Only one person knows for sure. The art director.
0: Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting reprints as well. Um, yeah, from what they've shown us
2: so far, it definitely seems like you know make make sure that <laughs> the stops are pulled for this master's set, yeah, right? Like lots uh, of lots dockside of Extortionist. right? The commander community, you know, rejoice! Yeah, now you can get your dockside extortionists for
0: less than fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Exciting um, Imperial Seal as yeah. well yeah this was a big one with two new arts the etched foil one is this one which is awesome um so or sorry this is the regular art and the etched foil uh but also there's this one Ooh. which is just you
1: know <laughs> wait wait, hold on get, oh, get for...
0: mark Tadine back to just do you know it's there's no subtlety here it's a big skull
1: can I, can I read the flavor text? Please. Oh, for heaven's sake. Of course it was a death threat. What do you think was in an envelope like that? A wedding invitation? Magistrate's <laughs> assistant.
0: That's very good. Yeah. You are allowed skull. to search for wedding invitation with this card, though. Yes. That's a good point. And it's a good card. Is there a card called death threat? That would be that'd be funny. Ooh,
2: maybe? That mm-hmm. seems like one that maybe will never happen. You know, like, there's probably not going to be... There's a certain short list of names that won't ever get made into magic cards because, like... Yeah. Yeah. They just, you know, we don't have to go through them all, but there's, a,
0: I'm sure there's a list. that Threat uh, might be on it. There's Teferi's yeah. Protection, um, which is great, because it means that you and Surge need to figure out if you want to talk about phasing in the judge video. I think we're just going to, you know, take the
2: Teferi's Protections out of the packs before the draft happens <laughs> <laughs> instead. Good idea. Uh, yeah.
0: Phasing has been, really like, cool.
2: quietly brought back as an evergreen ability though like there's one card with phasing on like several cards in standard yeah, yeah. several sets in standard right like right now spectral adversary from crimson vow or, or the first one or one of the Innistrad sets you know phases a bunch of things out and then there's another card from Kamigawa that phases things out and these cards get played in standard yeah so yeah phasing isn't actually that scary now it's kind of people are people are sort of at least Gameplay into. level
0: familiar with it. Yeah, there well, was there was one card in New Capena, right? There was uh, slip out the back. Right. There was one card in Kamigawa, which was the the March of. Uh, yeah, the blue <sighs> March.
1: There's Kaito not, who. Not
0: otherworldly light. Right. Oh, there's two cards. Two cards, also phases, two cards right? from Capena. Yeah. March of I otherworldly mean, light was the white one. I don't remember what the blue one was. So this means. Soro. Something. No, that's the black one. I think. Anyway, sorry, Kathleen. What's up?
1: But, I mean, this means if phasing is the, this common and standard that we don't need to go over in the judge video. For That's double right. Masters. Yeah, People we're gonna, should know how it works. We're going to hand
2: wave. We've gone from one. It's, this is like a Canadian government thing. Uh, we, like, went from one, one, uh, one state of, of being where it was like, well, this isn't really around enough that we need to address it. To this other next state of being, well, well this has been
0: around for forever, so we, we don't need, need to, to address, address it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah. Perfect. Yeah. Ouch.
2: Very political of us.
0: Yeah. What's. Am I misremembering or is Dreg Mangler that's the, the juice i was gonna say that's that's the juice the juice right? is loose yeah the, the nickname and for the canadian highlander community yeah I, yeah it's I, what we called it at a, a yj drafts yeah i thought i was like drag mangler wait that's the juice isn't it wait what am i saying am i having <laughs> and am i having a brain event why why <laughs> am i calling this card the juice it is the juice okay, it's because cool. the juice i don't entire I, I i
2: think the first person i heard say it was john rickard and i don't remember why entirely i think just like because it has haste it's loose yeah it's you know one black green for a 3-3 three, three with haste and you can scavenge for three black green like okay there's some there's some reasons why certain nicknames have kind of organically happened mm-hmm. like with a similar black green and red card from alara sprouting Thrinax. it was just hard for some kids to say Thrinax. <laughs> so like someone said sprouting frank what <laughs> what is it like <laughs> Like they're sort of muddling through it, you know, like they're having yeah. a tough time with their words. And then once someone called it Frank, we were just like, yep, it's Frank. That's what that card is now. Great. We will call it Frank. And similarly with the juice, just once someone said it, nobody really wanted to say dreg Mangler anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you know, untap on turn three. Hit the you Drangler. With the, hit you with the juice. Gets killed. Scavenge. The juice is loose.
0: Great. Yeah. Love it. There's two new arts for rampant growth. Two new arts, yeah, new art. Well, because there's the there's the regular frame version. As he says uh, as James scrambles to find it. That's from seventh edition, is it? Yeah. That's, oh, okay. That's so, not new. Well, then, okay. Interesting. That's maybe cool, not then. seventh, but like- I've never seen it before. But something. No, I can find out. Hang okay, on, okay. I got it here. Yeah. Um. Well, that that's super cool because then because and super weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you, Scott M.
2: Fisher. Yeah, you're right. Still yeah. Still a
0: classic. Seventh edition, right? Huh.
1: I I like it.
2: No, for sure, this is great. Like, there's rampant. Rampart Groves is already spoiled, spoiled for great arts, but
0: this is like you know a, a certain favorite. Well, the one from Mirage is like a little weird. It's it's a there's like a some kind of antelope, and then like a plant in the foreground, but the it's desert otherwise. I right. guess it's just this one plant is yeah. growing really fast.
2: The plant is getting into the desert. It's get it's getting there.
0: And then from Tempest and. On through to ninth edition, with the exception of that one with the sunflower in seventh edition. That's right,
2: yeah, printed on all sides except for that one set. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's six different printings of of something horrific. I don't know. It's, it's like, like an, a
2: wave of algae, right?
0: No, it's like an elf coming out of the woods and looking at some sort of.
2: Oh yeah, right, like giant. Uh,
0: it's like some it, kind of it, caterpillar. Is that a bivalve? I can't tell. I don't know what that's supposed to be. It's a
2: solution to nature's problems, certainly. Yeah.
0: I,
1: I don't I think it's just a different problem in another shape.
0: And then yeah, in the bajillion printings ever since then is sort of like just, just a wave of foliage. Right. With Steve,
2: the, Stephen Belladins. Is yeah. it from M ten or M eleven or something? Yeah. Uh first printed in what is that symbol? Is it the X? What is it?
0: Uh no, it's a it's a Pegasus. It's in Italian. What? I, I don't know. <laughs> P Cell. What? 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 What printing is Salvat? What is Salvat 2005? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some sort of European printing. Okay, interesting. Anyway. Uh Yeah, That's a nice tenth.
2: set symbol, though.
0: So that and then 10th edition, basically all the way through until now where there were the reprint of 7th and also a brand new Borderless. This is new. Yes, nice. this is new.
1: Oh, that looks good, too. There is
0: also, for the completionists, there is also a... Uh, textless version, but we don't need to show that. Uh, I was just going to
2: say that one's my favorite. Like, since there's there's one more, I might as well mention it. Yeah. But uh, hey, now let I need us to look up comments if you know what that
0: Pegasus set symbol. I, I'm that sure that people this. do. Uh, now I'm yeah. now I'm desperately looking it up. All right. I'm um, that. that's fine. Uh, but yeah, what other uh, what other common and uncommon, um. Borderless Liggies. borderless goodies are there in in, in Ooh, Double Masters. That's nice. Oh, Seeker of the Way. New
2: printing of Seeker of the Way. That's cool.
0: Uh, oh, there's a new Phyrexian altar. Whoa, oh, yes. The, the, the thought, thought Scour is wild. The Thought Scour is great. All the fairies literally just like scrubbing this person's head.
2: Well, this is what you gotta do after your thought sees them, right? You got the fairy that goes in there and like pulls the dream out of their ear and then the rest of them have to go in like, oh, okay, we were never here. <laughs> yeah. Zero trace, like uh, extraction. You know? mm-hmm.
1: The the flavor text is great. Sleep and dream, dream and snore while we fae complete our chore. Aw. So sweet, right?
2: Yes. Whoa. Very cool. Like where's Waldo art for Gruel turf?
0: Oh, cool! So I assume that this means that the whole cycle of Ravnica Bounce Lands will have. Oh, very nice. Nice. Is it Boilerworks? Excellent. Wow. Oh, I love the Orsab Basilica. That's oh, great. Rakdos Carnarium. Good old Carnarium. Looks mm. a bit like a circus. Is that Judith in the background of the Carnarium? Possibly. Probably. Yeah, yeah that's Judith in the background. Good. Good. Cool. Azorius Chancery with. Uh, Asperia. Um, I guess that would be Asperia. Might be. Might just be some other Sphinx. I guess. I can't tell if it's. So many sphinxes. Mere aqueduct mm. very nice everyone in every f- frame is lazav right yeah i'll bring that yep. back boros garrison they're doing nice p- practice and then
1: the rod farm oh. which like look how pretty that looks yeah. very nice where 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 are the sources of light coming in there and i mean we, they've got these like shafts of yeah. sunlight i guess
0: through a, and, a storm drain i assume <laughs> yeah oh nice Oh, and the, right, the Selesnia Sanctuary. Oh, they're having a drum circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like.
1: Pass the duchy on the <laughs> <laughs> left. Yeah,
2: sure. Sure. Growth yep. chamber. Gross. <laughs> what do the Selesnia do, right? It's like, well, they sit around, you know.
1: there's a, I did a whole thing about that, because yeah. I did a lot of research for that D&D campaign I run. I ran and I like literally could not find a satisfactory answer
0: for what the Selesnia like do in the world of Ravnica.
1: Yeah, that's why I had that's why I had them run like day spas.
0: It's like the Boros are the army and the Azorius are the cops and the Guildari are the farmers and the Slesnia are also here. <laughs> I
1: would say the Boros are the cops and the Azorius are like the CIA. Mm. And the inspectors hmm. like the, the 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 bureaucrats yeah right also that the cops and and then yeah and then the simic are the doctors slash people you sue they do for have malfeasance. like
0: yes the simic are are mad scientists who are you know trying to play god but they do have like day jobs <laughs> the simic and the izzit are both sort of
2: engineers right like yeah. the, what they offer to society is like yeah improvements in
0: infrastructure. Yeah, and, sometimes. They all, and they all have a side hustle making terrible mistakes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Although I like I like the is it are like, yeah, we make explosions, but we also like um like run the the water network and all the subways and stuff, right? So mm-hmm. like right. you know, what it what what do you do guys do? Oh, you're you do light entertainment and you run the coffee shops. Like, how did you agree to this? That's the Rakdos.
2: Yeah, the Rakdos are the entertainment, right? Do they also run the coffee shops? Are yeah, they all they the bartenders? Like, if you want to get a drink, is there a Rakdos pouring it for you?
1: Uh, yeah, like, literally, like, you know, sort of service industry.
0: Right. So, brief aside Sometimes you got to leave your work at work. Yeah. Because I looked it up. Salvat 2005 is a reprint only set released into Spanish, French, and Italian markets. Uh, the cards from the Rats deck were also released in an English version in the UK. More on that in a moment. The set was distributed in booster packs of 12 cards with bi-weekly issues of the Magic Encyclopedia. The cards were white-bordered and feature a flying pegasus as an expansion symbol. The cards formed 10 pre-constructed theme decks, 12 for the Italian version under the name of Hachette, or Hachette, with the cards of each deck numbered 1 through 60 the this is a normal this is a real release and the cards are legal to play and so yeah there was rats elves spirits slivers ninjas zombies angels wizards berserk thalads and then in italian only beasts and cats oh
2: so these cards beasts, were released cats, in booster packs but then if you collected enough of them then you had a pre-con deck is that right
0: uh, that's what this article in the mtg wiki is suggesting
1: the mtg wiki Wild. is usually very accurate
0: yeah
2: yeah, I've never heard of this. But I yeah, have no I've never
0: heard of it, it either. Also, um, it, in because uh, you know they have like the cr- the chronology of when this was released, right? So it's like ninth edition, Salvat two thousand five, Ravnica City of Guilds. But in a separate section for Magic Encyclopedia sets, they have Salvat two thousand five, and then Salvat two thousand eleven, oh. which was a reprint set only released in the Spanish market. It was distributed in Booster Packs 12 with 60 weekly issues of the Magic Encyclopedia. In contrast to its predecessor, the cards are black bordered, and the set symbol is the head and the wing of a Pegasus. The cards form 12 theme decks for a total of 720 cards. Wow.
2: Okay. Yeah. So if you've been getting the Magic Encyclopedia, it's which Danish. also is a thing, yeah, for many years, you maybe have these
0: decks. Yeah. I've never heard of these releases before. And I, I mean, we've had on the crack pack we've had um, a pack of, uh, you know, we've had packs of Chronicles, packs of Renaissance, which was the Chronicles only released in certain European markets like this. I, I, I would predict by the way that this was released, it would be frankly impossible to find a sealed booster of Salvat, right? No idea. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. When I said I've never heard of this, that includes when I've been shopping.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I, I, I just, this, what a, wow, amazing. But hey, anyway, if
2: they're, they're going to find 24 sealed booster products of beta, then anything's possible. But more on that later. Do we have any more cards from Double Masters we want to chat about? Like I know that there's at least one or two more exciting downshifts to common. Yeah, like what? I don't remember. James, can you help me? <laughs> What's been spoiled this common? Um, let me see here. Yeah. I mean, you want to look at the list? Yeah, sure. We'll there that. you go. Okay, quickly. Um, Gnarlback Rhino. I don't know if this is going to get a lot of play, but that is uh, a new one at common. Used to, to be an
0: uncommon, I assume?
2: Yeah, used to be an uncommon. Two green
0: green four four trample rhino whenever you cast a spell that targets it, draw a card. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a cool <laughs> I think right. it's trying to tell us the forest is angry, says the very astute Vivian Reed oh right experiment one also in green this used to be
2: an uncommon from gate crash one green mana for a one one human ooze mm. with evolve which means whenever a creature enters the battlefield if you learn your control if it has greater power or toughness put a plus one plus one counter um very power or toughness than the the creature with evolve and then it also can regenerate if you remove two plus one plus one counters and this card saw quite a bit of standard i was play.
0: gonna say this was actually
2: in standard and this is new art for it too it's not exactly new. This is the F and M promo art. Okay, oh. so it's not new for this set, but it is new for like
0: being on it's a new regular to me, printing essentially. card. I like. I mean, yeah, I do exactly. like that they're doing that with the set where they're they're um uh, it's the thing that I liked so much about Mystery Boosters is that the printings that they chose for Mystery Boosters were always the the least common printings. So like the stuff from the dual decks. Right or from just like from like starter ninety nine right like they they yeah. went very deep on choosing which which ones to reprint in the mystery boosters so I like that like I've never seen that art before makes sense that that it already exists but it's cool to actually see it see it here so that's I don't know, I, I, I think that's that's super neat there's still
2: a whole bunch of art for Magic cards that was commissioned just for Magic Online that, like, oh yeah haven't seen the light of day on, the on the master the sets thing. Thing. And yeah, stuff, yeah exactly yeah
0: there's that there's I a promise. whole cycle of the the Ravnica Shocklands, right in, um, I guess, like the the spring following the, it w- the, the
1: War of the Spark. Yeah, yeah, it came
0: out after War of the Spark, and it was like Ravnica rebuilding itself, but they're only. They've only been released on Magic Online. Right. So that'll be a cool secret layer someday. I, sh- I no hope problem. so, yeah.
1: Maybe they're saving it for return to return to return to Ravnica.
0: Yeah, I so, guess. So yeah, X1
2: was the one I'm thinking of, and I, I suspect that this will matter in Popper. I'm not certain. Um, I'm not super plucked into the competitive popper scene, but because it was good in standard and only cost one mana, I'm sure there's going to be some popper players trying it. Um, other exciting reprints I saw just now, Ren and Six yep. from First Modern Horizons. Um, just a real expensive card that gets a lot of play in Modern, mm-hmm. uh, and Allosaurus Shepard for the first time since Jumpstart. Oh yeah, yeah. So getting printed in like you was know, this this was set. a Jumpstart original, right? Yeah, the first Jumpstart from 2020. Yeah. So and that was one of the cards that was like driving the price of that set. Hmm. Um, so nice to nice to see that getting getting some more uh, some more printing, a bit more available for all you Legacy Elf players and Commander players.
0: The Renin Six. And also Liliana the Last Hope. And they I have like a printing. They have a regular printing and an etched foil, and the borderless printing of those two specifically, Run and Six and Liliana the Last Hope. Uh, the borderless is a, or can be found in a textured foil. What does that mean? They showed off a video of it um, when they did the announcement because it's it, a still image doesn't really do it any justice or explain what it is. But it's there's a. I it's, it's also hard to explain with my voice but um it's it's got a texture over the whole over the whole card but like the texture is like it sort of follows the art kinda like it looks cool you can find some pictures of it online somewhere but yeah I don't know it it's only those two that I'm aware of it Jan- says okay. Kozalek oh and well. Kozalek. Oh, okay, maybe there's more, and they just haven't announced them. There's also this Kozalek, which is pretty wild.
1: Whoa, that's a heavy metal Kozalek.
0: Yeah. I think that's new art. Unless yes. Unless that's from Secret Lairs? No, this one's, yeah, the, this that's, one's that's new right? as well, yeah.
2: Nice. And the Liliana and, and the Ren and Sixer, I think, are also new the, new. the new treatments for them. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so James already brought up earlier that he wishes it was scratch-off, to which <laughs> I meant to add, but I forgot, what if it was scratch and sniff? And then this textured mm. foil, if those could be like puff paint, then we've got... Double Masters 2, Every first grader's favorite magic set, <laughs> right? Like we're, we gotta reach into untapped markets as soon as they know how to read. We need them playing magic cards. How? Scratch and sniff packs.
1: You know, That's I've been brilliant. trying to get Penelope into playing magic, and she's like, "Eh." And I don't want to push it because I don't want to force her to do anything. Uh, but I except ha- go to sleep.
2: Yeah, go to sleep, Penelope. And if yeah, you're watching I do this.
1: have to. St- If she's watching this, then she must be real bored. Um, (laughs) But, uh, uh, no, I don't want to force her, but she did say that she would play a cat deck. Nice. Or a unicorn deck.
0: Well, there's a cat deck with a Pegasus expansion symbol in Salvat
1: 2005.
0: Oh! We just got to get some of those. Are there any
1: alicorns in
0: Magic?
2: Can she read Spanish, French, or Italian? Are there any alicorns in Magic? So... A uh, reminder that the unicorn is a horse with a horn. A pegasus the has horse- wings. A pegasus has wings. And then an alicorn
0: has, has both. Has horn and wings. So there is a My Little Pony... Magic card oh, yeah, that was done, them. which I think is, I, I would suspect that's the only right. instance of an alicorn. In...
1: Princess Twilight Sparkle, who's an alicorn. I
0: believe so. But then is there randomly
2: like some cards in magic that are alicorns? Like they're just called unicorns or they're called Pegasus? So that's have... a, that's the question, right? Because yeah. that could be a maybe. That's, right. that, that seems very yes. likely.
1: You know I what? Wonder... This is not relevant to our discussion, though. Eh,
2: it's us talking about stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, there there's an alicorn right there. There you go. If you control Applejack, yeah. Fluttershy, Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, and Rarity, every pony wins the game.
0: Every pony, I, I, and I'm fairly certain that not all of those cards have actually been uh, printed. Like, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure they only did three My Little Pony cards for the for like the I don't know, I think it was for Hazcon or Comic Con or something. Maybe it was Maybe it was Hascon. Uh,
1: oh, Nightmare Moon, that rules. That's not even one. Oh, one.
0: legendary creature, Alicorn says right there. There you go. There's two.
1: Ah, uh, she's double-sided.
0: Right, because
2: she's not always Nightmare Moon. Yeah. Right. Okay, Rarity has been printed.
1: Yeah, and Rarity's just a plain old unicorn.
0: Yeah. Um, Abyssal Spectre has a unicorn that can fly, but it doesn't seem to have wings. It's a,
2: it's a silver bordered card, so maybe the other card could just be referring to, like, the My Little Pony toys. Maybe. You know, the alicorn cards. Like, okay, I pay five mana, and also look at my collection.
0: Don't you feel like you win? I did a Scryfall art search for every card that has
1: A unicorn in it?
0: A unicorn. And it did return the alicorns. So it uh, there's a zebra unicorn. Oh, I I think the closest I think the closest that we come is Abyssal Shepherd from Ice Age, because it's the the horse doesn't have wings, but it is flying and, oh, right. and it has and, a horn.
1: So it could have been launched out of a trebuchet just off shot, though, right? That's
0: true. I hadn't considered that. Good point. I'm going to use that on every
2: potential, like every time I get the chance. It's like, why is it flying? It could have been launched from a trebuchet just off scene. It's like, oh, why why are they late? It's like, I think they're loading themselves into a trebuchet and they're going <laughs> to arrive at any moment.
1: <laughs> Why
2: didn't they show up? Well, you see, there was a trebuchet off shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, a terrible trebuchet <laughs> tragedy.
2: Why is my pizza taking so long to get here? Probably it's related to We're a trebuchet. We're scraping it off
1: the trebuchet. <laughs> it's
2: being a pizza is being loaded into the trebuchet raw right now. It's going to arrive at your front door and hit it with tomato sauce. So quick, open it and get your, you know, teeth ready. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is a weird episode of TTC. That's fine. I don't, I don't know if the three of us should be allowed. You know. <laughs> like.
0: Well, now I'm now I'm looking at the at the results for Pegasus. Lucent <laughs> okay. Limited looks like it has, it looks like it has a, f- a, a a crystal that could be considered a horn floating in front of its head. Uh, it's also a future sight card that's a creature and an enchantment. Oh
2: yeah did that before theros
0: yeah but no everything else is no none of the pegasus have horns none of the unicorns have wings
2: so yeah okay cat deck then we good can definitely do that good yeah. for
0: good for magic that they've actually managed to keep that keep that consistent
1: keep the specter of unicorn power creep under control <laughs> yeah
2: graham you didn't buy that cat secret layer did you
0: I did actually. I bought it for Kathleen. Oh, there you go. So we have those. Penelope's cat deck, the not one, locked. playing the with, the one with secret Arabo. layer
1: cards. Penelope is going to be playing with twenty-five cent uncommons from Yellow Jacket.
0: All right. Well, we can
2: still make a cat deck
0: for yeah. her. Yeah. So speaking of of secret layers, were we? No. Hang on. What was that segue supposed to be? Hey, we're going to talk about secret layers now. Great segue, Graham. Um, they've uh, they've released the June super drop. Uh, with uh, a whole bunch of cards. Um, several. Three different artist series, Ooh. which is pretty cool. So artist series. Uh, let's start with the way that they are on the website. Uh, Vulcan Baga. Um, each one of the artist series has four cards now. I don't know if that was always the case, but uh,
1: that is sick art for Elspeth Knight Errant. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I appreciate uh, someone pointed out she's got her returned Death Mask, and the Godsend. And she's also seems seems to be visiting Alara again, which is cool. So yeah, Elspeth Knight Errant, um, Patron Wizard, which is not one I've heard of before. Featuring Christopher Lee. Yeah, it does look a bit like Christopher Lee, doesn't it? Blue, blue, blue for a two-two human wizard. Tap and untap wizard you control. Counter target spell. This is controller pays one.
1: Is the, is the flavor text really in German?
0: Uh, it is on the version we have that's yeah it is that's neat
2: i wonder if all the flavor text is always in german i,
0: I assume it's because vulcan baga is german that I would don't, be my guess i don't know I
1: don't, maybe I don't that's know. maybe that's a self-portrait
0: um, really cool art though well it's it, it's in german on the other two cards that have flavor text we've got berserk whoa yeah secret
2: layer berserk plus <laughs> elspeth and patron wizard this Ooh. is a good deal yeah this yeah. one's
0: because it's what 30 bucks yeah 30 bucks 40 for foil yeah uh and verduren enchantress Nice. Uh, which is another one I've not he- ever heard of.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Redurn Enchantress is from Alpha Beta. I, I believe yeah. it. I just have I've, I've never heard of it. The, it's the original Enchantress card, but it's also kind of the worst one. Like, they made Mesa Enchantress, which is just two white pips instead and otherwise the same. Mm. But then the, like, really good Enchantress cards are, like, two generic and a green for an enchantment that does this. And, like, one generic and one green for an O one. one So it has one less power or one less toughness, mm. but it also has Shroud. Oh Which wow! Is super, okay. super good, Argivian sure. enchantress. Plus, it only costs two mana.
0: There's a artist series, Chris Ron. Uh, Chris Ron's done some amazing work over the years. I mean, so has Vulcan Baga, of course. Uh, Primeval Titan. Nice. I love Chris Ron's Primeval Titan. Oh yeah, this is gorgeous. If Ooh, you, prime you, time. You came to the wrong forest. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that
1: that sends out some danger signals. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Huntmaster of the Fells. Nice. Uh, and of course. The the ravager of the fells, the, too, right? The yeah. flip side, ravager yeah. of the fells, indeed. Uh, Platinum angel, ooh! You can't lose the game, and your opponents can't win the game. That is a terrifying looking angel. Also, I think that that sword is like, looks like it's built into her hand. Yeah, it's like, like that sword just of the arm is her arm. Yeah, which is pretty cool. the The light coming from the eyes is another sort of terror signal. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, and Kozalek the Great Distortion, neat. So the one that's eight colorless colorless. This was the second Kozalek from uh, the Zendikar block. Uh, very cool. Oath of the Gatewatch. Kozalek, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, a further artist series: Livia Prima with an Acroma Angel of Wrath.
2: Oh, this art style is really cool.
0: Yeah, is very very distinctive and cool. Uh, Macias the Unhallowed. That's an expensive card, actually. I was going to say. Oh, really uh, that
1: yeah. looks so good, too. I was going to ask you.
0: Chris yeah. Ron's set seems like it's got some good value in it, too. Yeah, I, I mean, you get a prime, prime time. Titan.
2: Yeah, and um, Ravage, or Huntmaster, I think, was 10 bucks last time I looked. I actually had to look up Huntmaster recently because I lost mine or I lent it to someone. They didn't go back. But, yeah, uh, that one's totally fine
0: value, too. Nice. Uh, Glissa Sunseeker, the OG Glissa. Neat. It's very cool and olivia mobilized for war with a sweet sword <laughs> yeah, i love the awesome. colors on this one too looks it looks very castlevania and i she mean she was that
1: auctioning off the painting for
0: this in a ooh cool and i mean that uh, yeah, it's as only a compliment yeah. so i i i joked about this at the beginning of the at the beginning of the of uh, the episode there's a there's a secret lair called the tokyo lands which it uh, says, take a trip to Tokyo with these stunning, real-world-inspired lands. Your highly experienced tour guides will be artists Rosemary Valero-O'Connell, Andy Williams, Mr. Misang Yu and Nicole Gustafson. And uh, Nicole
1: Gustafson, no way. Yeah, I had no idea. Good for her.
0: Yeah, uh, Nicole Gustafson and Maria Tirina, So I think that they both worked on the on the one of them. Uh, Nicole Gustafson has done like going back years has done art for the Desert Bus Craft along. Yeah, oh, cool. we have awesome. we
1: have an original piece of hers in our house. It's a uh, Kirby.
0: Yeah. It's it's gorgeous. Nice. Um so yeah, let's 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 check these out. So this is why I said broadcasting live from the Shibuya 109 building. Awesome. Oh
1: my god, that looks so sick.
0: Yeah. So this is um uh this is not Shinjuku Crossing. It's very close to there though. The 109 building's just like down the block from Shinjuku Crossing, but this seems like sort of a a pastiche of that area of of Shinjuku that you've also seen in basically any game set in Tokyo. Um,
1: What land color is this? This is
0: the plains, right? Yeah.
1: Yep. Okay, yeah, Yeah. I see it.
0: There's a lot of white in it, so we're going with that. Uh, Here's uh, Tokyo Harbor. Uh, I don't know the name of that bridge, but...
1: Is that the rainbow bridge that gets lit up different colors?
0: Might be. I don't don't know. I don't entirely know. I'm going to be... Perfectly honest about it?
1: Nope. uh That's definitely the swamp.
0: Yeah. Which is, I mean, I don't n- know. Like, obviously, this is like a creepy interpretation of it, but I guess this is intended to be Akihabara.
1: Or is it like Cat Street?
0: Oh, there is, well, a there is giant the, there like is the giant fortune the cat there. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. The fortune cat.
2: But it's meant to like convey some kind of post apocalyptic vibe, too, right? Like, there's just been, like, there's, there's steams you know rising up from the floor right from yeah. like holes like sinkholes in the in the street kind of right
0: yeah just the the buildings especially on the left there this reminds me of akihabara electric town which is funny because there's a store there called <laughs> card kingdom uh no relation <laughs> huh. uh the mountain is just well it's the mountain isn't it there it is and it's mount fuji which is not Add that close to Tokyo in real right. life, but uh, you know we're just we're foreshortening the image a little bit here. This does look apocalyptic. Frankly, it's very cool, but it's also you know scary. Uh, and the forest is uh, the
1: ah I, yes. I would
0: say this is the Tori Gate near the Harajuku Bridge where all the people who dress up real cool hang out. Mm, maybe that would be my guess because there's a there's the bridge that's known for the it's not even necessarily cosplay but it's like cosplay and very fashion forward people near harajuku station and across the bridge into a park is this massive wooden torii gate Hmm. and so that's my my guess is for what what this one's referencing any idea what the little houses under the mushrooms mean uh those i think are uh artist license
2: okay (laughs)
1: that just seems like nicole's style of artwork
2: that's just where the fairies in this forest live yeah cool Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah. sweet so very cool uh there's a there's a further layer called rule the room which i don't know exactly uh I guess this is these are commander cards. Bow before the rulers of the room, royally rendered by rock star artist Peter Diamond. This court of commander favorites is sure to wow tables and crush games as quickly as you can say off with their heads, etc., um before you say something like arcanus isn't a royal if you look at his 10th edition flavor text his origins are shrouded in mystery so now we're pulling back the curtain and saying he's definitely a royal (laughs) maybe a duke we asked the world building team and it's canon now someone update the wiki (laughs) 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 i hadn't read this all right great so yeah arcanus the omnipotent we're just we're saying saying he's royal now (laughs) okay cool well good reading the uh text of the secret layer explains the secret layer because i was like why is this called rule the room and i get it now Okay, cool. So these are popular commanders, and uh, all four of them are royalty. We're saying now. So yes, we have Arcanus the Omnipotent. We've got the next one, Brimaz, King of Orescos. Very cool. Brimaz is still worth a
2: couple bucks, right? No idea. Sorry. Feels like he probably. I don't worth
0: know a that Brimaz bucks. gets played in a
2: lot of sixty-card formats since he rotated out of standard. He oh, might. Okay. He might have been like still playable and modern for a while after that, but it's been a while since then. Twenty nineteen happened to Brimaz, I think. And then twenty twenty.
0: Well maybe it's still uh well the one from only been printed in Born of the Gods. And honestly,
2: someone telling me that Brimaz is popular in Commander, like I would want to believe them if they were confident and maybe ran like a secret layer website. But If you asked me if I thought
0: Brimaz was popular in Commander, I would jump on no. Hmm. According to Scryfall, still going for like 17 bucks. So so. it must be popular
1: in Commander. Must be popular in Commander then. No, it's you who are wrong, not the children. Totally
0: (laughs) fine. That's totally fine. (laughs) Maybe it still does get played in 60 card a bit. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, We've got Queen Marchesa. Of course. From Conspiracy. Now this card's good in Commander. Yeah. (laughs) One in the full Mardu, 3-3 Human Assassin, Death Touch Haste. ETB, You Become the Monarch. The beginning of your upkeep, if an opponent is the monarch, you make an assassin token with death, touch, and haste. <laughs> I like that a lot. Wait, you're the monarch now? Hang on. I have a guy for this. Yeah. <laughs> ka Uh And finally, Savra, Queen of the Golgari. Oh. Which I must be a reprint from the first Ravnica block. Ravnica, City of Guilds. Yeah. The very first Ravnica set. Yep. Two, first leader of the Golgari, right? Two black green for a 2-2 two, two elf shaman. Whenever you sacrifice a black creature, you may pay two life. If you do, each other player sacrifices a creature. And whenever you sacrifice a green creature, you may gain two life.
2: Sorry, I misspoke. Savra is in the first Ravnica City of Guilds, but here's I get to be I'm the one with the magic lore. This oh, never please. happens. I've read like three magic books, but this was one of them. Um, so in Ravnica, when we first arrive as like, you know, readers or whatever Um, the plot that's happening involves usurping the sisters of the stone death who are the current leaders of the Golgari yeah they're gorgons. faction they're Gorgons yeah there's three of them they're Gorgons and they run the Golgari but Savra wants to run the Golgari and so she allies herself with who's her henchman Demir vampire oh I don't remember who her henchman is but I remember that she's like gets into a plot with Zadok Yes. Is that his name? The the vampire that mills your opponent like and gets bigger. He, he and he's the leader of the demir. And then like as the first Ravnica story unfolds, there's like a giant you know like um, coup kind of that like takes place and losses on many sides. I won't spoil all of it for you, but yeah, Savra like wanting to become the queen of the Golgari when we first meet her.
1: Yes, and then various power vacuums. Vraska comes to power.
2: Yeah, that's that's several books later. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, ha- I haven't read that far.
1: Braska is the current leader of the Golgari though. Right. And my favorite.
2: Yeah, no, Braska obviously a very cool character. and It's neat that they have a Planeswalker as their as their leader. Um
1: Unlike unlike other Planeswalkers who have led Ravnica, she seems to be able she seems to be largely capable of doing her job and not leaving them <laughs>
2: right yeah most planeswalkers that get these sort of honorific titles or like or very real and important duties seem to like be all keen to do them for like half a chapter and then yeah. and then they're gonna like disappear right like isn't dovan ban also like in charge of these Oh, he's dead or was before he was Ward killed. Killed Spark,
0: right oh, cool yeah <laughs> what a wiener
2: he I think
1: Safra is also dead. yeah she got yeah killed. no
0: i i i'm just reading her page on the <laughs> yeah Wiki as well. She secretly served Zadek, who urged her to revive the necromantically preserved body of the Parun Svothgir, Svogthir. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. If someone's like, hey, we've necromantically preserved uh, this uh, ancient being, um, and you should revive it, uh, I think that's your cue to be like, nah, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Sadek
2: wasn't okay, though. Yeah, he-
0: Svogthir is a lich, formerly a Devkaran elf. Uh, but but a lich now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we shouldn't mess with that. Yeah, I believe anyway. she
1: gets by him.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's one final layer in the current drop, which is uh, special guest Kellogg's Loops. Not spelled like the cereal in that there's only one L. And it's one word, Kellogg's Loops. I don't... I don't
1: know who this is. I'm but not sure either. I'm sure but, they're a very talented artist. But
0: it's a, it's an interesting uh, selection of borderless art, of borderless cards, Um Kellogg's Loops is an Australian artist who blends abstract and surreal art styles with anime influences from his upbringing to create mesmerizing scenes. It says here. So Mystic Remora.
1: Oh, okay, that looks sick as hell. Oh, they're
0: they're very pretty, but yeah, I love the size awesome. of that Remora too. Yeah. Also, uh, this is like the second printing of Mystic
2: Remora, right? It wasn't it wasn't in the list or anything, was it?
0: Uh, I don't know. I can find out. I believe you.
2: So this is this is a big deal, is all I'm saying.
0: Oh, good. Okay. So it seems like each of these. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ice Age. Yeah, and Masters Edition, Master's which we Edition. talked about Magic Online. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: So yeah, you're. I mean, Mystic Reward hasn't been super expensive to get, but there's no foil. So if you want to get a foil of this layer, that's that's the foil Mystic Reward. There you go. Yeah, it
0: exists now for the first time. Um, re- return, sorry, retreat to Coral Helm. Oh, which is an interesting. I f- I find all of these to be interesting choices, frankly. But and those know. two form a a pan- panel, right? Uh,
2: A little bit? No, they're just very similar. They're just drawn with the same
0: kind of color palette? Similar palette, yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, it's two blue cards and two green cards. The green cards are burgeoning. Nice. uh, Which is another... That's a real expensive card. Yeah. Like, kind of pays for the lair. And, well, uh, and I saw a lot of people also excited for Utopia Sprawl. Oh, yeah. Nice. So...
2: That's a very played card. Now, it's been printed at Common a couple times, but... It's cool to have new options for Utopia Sprawl just because you play it in your 60-card deck a ton.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Utopia Sprawl, still five bucks. Yeah, yeah, no, it's I, been printed. I mean, it hasn't been cheap,
2: basically, since the modern format was created. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dis- it was printed in Dissension. It was printed at Uncommon in Masters 25, and it was in one of the Forgotten Realms Commander decks.
2: Okay, so not a ton. So that's that's, that's that's I didn't that's, realize that's that the yeah. last, that Masters 25 put it at Uncommon, so mm-hmm. that makes sense that it's still 5 bucks.
0: Yeah. And burgeoning, wow. <laughs> yeah. Burgeoning is almost $30 just itself. It was printed in Stronghold, it was printed in Conspiracy Take the Crown and a Commander 2016 deck. And it's still like 23 to $29. All
1: right. Well. So this yeah.
0: is, I guess this this Kellogg's loop. It's is a real powerful card. Good good value. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's always been sort of what you've said about, like, secret layers is like, look, if you're going to buy the singles, um, some of these layers actually kind of are are a good deal. I think that's, like, exactly where they want them, right? It's the same
2: with booster pack sets and commander decks. All of the, all the products that Wizards makes, like, they want them to be, like, appear to be at least slightly more expensive or, like, worth slightly more than the price tag, Mm -hmm. but not, like, too much more because then, you know, they don't talk about the secondary market, like. Yeah but as they're making these products, they secretly do know the secondary market exists yeah. and they try to make sure that the value for your booster pack, like, or your value for booster cases is like in this certain zone where you like feel, feel good about it. Like you should have more dollar worth of cards than you would have had to spend on singles, Mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be like two or three times because then you have, they have opposite problems that can happen.
0: I only wish that my, my only, uh, complaint really, uh, with the the way that they sort of do the secret layers is the ones that are basic lands. Like the Tokyo lands here or the the yeah. the pixely snow covered lands and stuff, because it's like it's five basic lands fundamentally for thirty bucks. And like that doesn't make sense to me. I think the ones that have basics should have like you know like a draft set, right? Like Yeah. Right. Like
2: several of each. It's at hard least. Yeah, I think it's hard to like Make this make sense for them, or whatever. And maybe what they're trying to do is say, like, "Well, it's the same size box, or whatever." Yeah. But I totally agree. Like the Tokyo lands are beautiful, but they're comparable to like just getting a set of either foil or non-foil Kamigawa ukiyo-e lands. Yeah. Right. So it's like you have to look at what that costs. It's way less than thirty bucks to get five. Right. Yeah. That's like especially you know the non-foil ones, way less.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because it's like thirty bucks for five basics plus shipping
2: yeah in is, canada those secret layers like yeah sometimes it's more like 75 bucks or whatever <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's why we the, those of us that buy them and we don't buy all of them but those of us that do which i think is primarily like you me and jeremy petter yeah we we <laughs> tend to cam and ben have each gotten like one i think that's true we tend to yeah. try and like go in together uh on the order so we can split shipping because uh, to canada it's uh it can be brutal. Not as bad as Australia. I saw some people complaining, justifiably complaining about that. Um, it's it sucks to get anything to Australia. Um,
1: Shouldn't have lived so far away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the uh, as 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 usual, you can get. <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah. How
1: dare you be born there? As right? u- as <laughs> usual, you can
0: get bundles of the whole things, so you can get uh, all six layers in non foil for just under 150 bucks which is uh, like a $30 off if you just bought all of them individually there's a foil one that's just under $200 which is off you know it's basically you get it's like buy buy 5 get one free is essentially what these are going for or yes for $328 you can get both of those bundles if if you so desire um oh and they have the new um uh the the new astrology land, the Gemini um
1: Oh right. They just
2: drop more of those every month, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So currently available is the Taurus and Gem oh no, they're all available. Right. You can just buy all of them all year. And these you can buy in a bundle uh with a whole bunch of them, but the <laughs> there's a bundle's hundred and twenty dollars.
1: For how many of each How many of each land, land you, land you, you, got,
2: you though,
0: get though? Yeah. Um so they are
2: kind of doing the thing that we were just talking about where it's like frustrating to get the lands, but they're trying to do the Five, deal.
0: you get, fi- so 25. Because you I get mean, five tw- times five.
2: 25 of any one given basic land is often kind of a play set, right?
0: Like, yeah, you don't usually but 120 bucks.
1: Wait, are you telling me I can't get every astrological sign?
0: No, you can They just have only released Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. Right. They're going through the year, but you'll be able to buy all of them all year okay so if you so desire you can still get all of them by the end of the year but like you could pay for the ones that haven't come out yet now no
2: okay that'd be neat if they had like a subscription like sock of the month
0: you yeah,
2: know that'd be kind of cool you know who could consider doing that who cardkingdom.com oh. forward slash lrr let them know we sent you and let them know hey where's my magic card of the month club because that'd be fun <laughs> you know how like card kingdom does uh they, they've done stuff like this before where yeah. there's like a mystery pack the Card Kingdom does the one on is it April Fools or Halloween? Oh yeah. They have a yearly one where like and it's too much work for and them. They I, sell know, immediately. I know, and don't really don't really ask them to do that. No. But if don't. you know, obviously that would be Because cool. that's our idea now. <laughs> Whoa, there's a dog here. Hello, dog. What the Hi. Hey. Hey cute. <laughs> Hello.
0: <laughs> you can't even see you can't I even sure see is. him on camera. Oh
2: my god, he's so happy.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, also, the show is brought to you by Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash loading ready run. Um, for those who are watching the video, you got a brief glimpse of dog. For those listening at home, uh, you have no idea what's going on. Aww. Great to great to, to do a podcast. Until next time, uh, I've been Graham, joined by Nelson.
2: There's a dog here. Kathleen. Dog.
0: <laughs> and James is running tech. Dog. And Seamus is here. Heather gets these online, and we'll talk to you all next time. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Goodbye.